Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Rains. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. Good morning, Ashley. Hey, good morning, Briston. This is our third time recording the intro. <laughs> yeah. So, Ashley, con- you uh, you texted me last night and you said you got some funny story. I want to hear what this supposed funny. Hold on, hold on. Before we do that, hold on one sec. Sorry to interrupt. Um, I forgot to do this lap last episode, but uh, we. I want to just give a quick shout out to Viper Energy, V-Y-P-E-R, ViperEnergy.com. They got the cleanest, healthiest energy drink on the market. It's the best one um, health-wise. It's got all your electrolytes, vitamins, and minerals. It has natural caffeine. It's equivalent to a cup and a half of coffee. And it's founded by veterans, made in the USA, all natural ingredients. It's the best possible drink that exist so you can go to viperenergy.com to get that all right asher go ahead yeah go, guys go get you some viper energy um yeah i made a funny observation yesterday when i was working i was like man i wonder if this is relatable so i'm a i'm a single guy right i've got my own apartment with what two hold on Sorry, not a single guy. I'm a single guy in the sense that I'm not married like Briston. So I don't know if he'll be able to relate or those that are married will be able to relate. But um, I know you're you're an experimenter, so you might be able to. So I don't like eating out all the time. I like to cook my own food and I try to have a diverse palate. I try to have a diverse uh list of things that I'm able to cook. So anyways, I'll try out new stuff from time to time. And me being the way that I am, uh, for some reason, I just, I, whenever there's like a list of ingredients, I'll take down the list, but I don't follow everything to the exact T. And that's just kind of how I am. Like I'm going to be, oh, I can throw a little bit more of this or I'll throw a little less of this and maybe change up some things. And usually that's, that's fine. It'll work out. But, um, the other thing is portions, like it'll give you a list of stuff, uh, Ashley, you need. Ashley, What's up? This ain't a cooking podcast. This is a, hey, hey, this I is a running this. podcast. I did not say this is this is running related. So chill out, chill out. Okay. Uh, so, you know, usually it'll give you like a serving size. It'll say, okay, serves three to six people or whatever. So us being young guys, we can put down some food, right? Mm. So usually I'll cook up that whole bad boy and eat most of it <laughs> like the night of. Um, but this is the observation I make. So I'll throw it in the refrigerator, you know, whatever I have left. And maybe the day after I'll eat a little bit. Um, but eventually there becomes a point where it's like, I start to look at the leftovers. And I'm like, I don't I don't know if now is okay of a time to eat my leftovers or it'll be like a week from then and I'll be like man I don't even want to grab that and open it up 
Yeah. So I've noticed that I'll make a meal, I'll have leftovers, and the further out it gets, the scarier it gets because you're like, I don't want to get sick, man. So I'll just have something in a freaking, in a uh, little container that I just don't mess with for like two weeks and then I'll just, I'll be like, all right, I have to mess with it and throw it out. It's all green and yellow. (laughs) Yeah, I've definitely done that, dude. I know, I know cooking your own meal saves you a lot of money and um, I know, you know, eating leftovers and all that's good, which I've been really good about lately. But, you know, I do remember times to where, you know, stuff would just sit in there and yeah. I wouldn't feel like eating it. It'd be like a side of beans or something, you know, or whatever it is. And uh, it would just sit there. We could have stuff sitting there for a month, dude. And then we'd chunk yeah. it out and it'd be all nasty. But yeah, yeah. dude. That is relatable, Asher. That is relatable. Well, I got an interesting story for today. All right. And it brings up an interesting topic, I think. So yesterday I went out to go on my bike ride and I started pedaling and I was feeling the bumps, bumps. And I was like, that's weird. Keep in mind, I just got done doing a 60-mile bike ride with Ryan and Nick. Shout out to you guys. I got I got done riding with those a couple of days prior. You know, I had the good old tire. Everything was good, right? So I look behind me and the tire's flat. And I'm like, what the heck, dude? So I pull over and I unstrip the tire and I'm feeling the inside. And there's like this little metal wire the size of a hair poking. I was like, that's weird. So I took it out and then I put a new tube in and I go to bike. And my tire's flat again, dude. Uh, I was just like, dude, screw, I'm like, screw this, dude. I'm going to a bike shop and we're going to get this sucker fixed. So I drive over two hours to get my bike fixed yesterday. This is a four hour round trip. But I, I want to get this thing done so that way I could get biking this morning and get ready for this hotter than hell hundred we're doing next weekend. But so anyways, I drive to Hot Springs, Arkansas. Right, it's supposed to be this beautiful place, real pretty, real scenic, right? It is kind of. <clears throat> I drop it off. Turns out, dude, my freaking tire is like got metal wires going through it, and it was like just used so much. I needed new tires. So, anyways, got new tires. But while I was waiting on them to do that, um, I went. I went to go run, and if you saw my Strava post, you know where I'm going with this. So I, I, I pull up to this, <clears throat> it's like one of those trailways to where it's like it's a paved trail through the city. And I looked on All Trails, which is like an app that shows you all the trails in your area. It's called All Trails, A-L-L, Trails. And I was like, oh, that looks really nice. Because you know how cities, how they have their walking trails and their running trails and they're super nice, right? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go run there. So I pull up and I see this train station and there's like 10 people sitting there and I'm like, Oh man, I guess people are, I guess there's a train that comes through here. So I park and I get out, you know, I lock the door. I hold the key in my hand because there's a bunch of people who are just kind of sitting around as far as like, it's three o'clock on a Tuesday. These people aren't at work. It's, and we got people sitting around where I'm parking. So I take my key with me. I don't want them stealing it. So anyways, I start running, dude, right off the bat, every 10, 20, 50 yards, there's some dudes or dudes just sitting there or standing around or walking around. And I'm like, what in the world, dude? Like immediately I get uncomfortable. So I'm running 
and I keep seeing more of these people, bro. And I get like a mile down this trail and I had to pass like <clears throat> 10 people at this point. 10 of these people that are just like super sketch. Like it, it was sketching me out, dude. They were sitting around, walking around. They'd see me start coming towards them and like get up and kind of walk towards me kind of stuff. I was like, I'm not running back that way. I'm not going on this trail anymore. This is sketchy. So I, I run down on the main road and I run back around. And I noticed while I was running at these train tracks that connected to that train station where all those people were, these train tracks were cemented over. They weren't used anymore. I was like, oh, that's weird. So anyways, I run back, dude, and there's this dude on my right. And he's like in a hoodie, bro. It's like 90, 100 degrees. He's in a hoodie. And he's walking kind of towards where my car is parked. I'm like, dude, what the heck? I was just so sketched out, dude. So I... I I literally like I probably go to like a six five minute mile pace running back to my truck. And I hop in there, I crank up the AC, bro. I'm sweating. I don't take time to cool off outside or nothing, dude. And uh, I start my truck up and I put that bad boy in reverse and I get out of there, bro, because I am sketched out, dude. And I pull out and I pull around in that train station, dude. I'm looking at it closer now. And it's like 15 homeless people just chilling in the shade over there. And it's not even a train station. It's like some historic site train station or something. They're all just sitting there. And I was like, dude, there has to be like 40 to 50 of these homeless folks around here. And I felt so bad for them, dude, because like a lot of those people are in those positions because like mental illness or bad things that have happened to them. Right. But at the same time, I was thinking like, man, like. You have so much potential with your life. Like you, you could be doing some like really great things right now. And you're sitting around on a Tuesday afternoon, staring at this little river with a bunch of trash in it going through the city, you know, I just felt bad for him, dude. But I was also sketched out too, as far as like the amount of people it was, it was really interesting. And I guess when I first started running, I should have immediately picked it up. I was like, Oh, there's a lot of people out here, but I was like, it's Tuesday. It's three o'clock. All these people are unemployed. This this ain't right. <laughs> so anyways, dude, I uh, got back to the bike shop. I told them about it. They're like, yeah. They're like, you need to go run at this other place. And they told me where. So anyways, but yeah, dude, that was, oh man. I, the, only, uh, the only time I've ever felt like that is when we lived in Fayetteville, Arkansas for a summer to train um, back in like 2021. And <laughs> We the first night we move in, we live right by this walking trail, and I hop on it. And I'm doing like my 13 mile long run at 11 o'clock at night, or it might have been 10 miles. I don't know. Anyways, I'm running down this trail, dude, and the first thing I see is this woman cracked out on some drugs, going crazy, spazzing on the side of the trail, dude. There's dudes walking around in hoodies and just their head down. That was back in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and that's a nice town. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I don't know what's up with, uh, all these folks on these trails, dude. Like I'm trying to get my run in and you got all these people just by walking around, but yeah, yeah. it's, it's interesting, dude. Um, and, and I was by myself, dude. Imagine if, if it was a woman in my position, like how she would feel, you know? Right. Maybe just me, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, it's the street walkers. They use the uh, they use those trail systems to get around. And it's like I think for mo- for the most part, they won't 
the the police, the whoever won't really mess with them whenever they're out there. Um, but yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame what our, you know, not only society, but really families, broken families leads to that kind of thing. And it's, uh, it's a darn shame, man. Mm, yeah. Yeah, dude. But anyways, well, that's all. That's the, <clears throat> that's the crazy story I had yesterday as far as uh, that goes. But um one thing I really wanted to talk about because it was brought up and I've been thinking about it lately is I wanted to talk a little bit real quick about um, like fuel and nutrition whenever it comes to us doing stuff, running and stuff outside. I, I recently heard this and this is crazy, dude. This blew my mind. So there's this guy that he was, he did, he did a sweat test outside in the summer and he lost like over 2,500 milligrams of sodium from a one hour workout in the summer. And if you don't know, people freak out over stuff that has 400 milligrams of sodium. And when he told me this, bro, I was honestly shocked. I was like, what? You lost that, that much sodium, which is a ton if you don't know. And it made me realize that personally me, I have not been taking in enough sodium not only that i haven't taken in enough carbohydrates and you know i think that's why sometimes i feel tired throughout the days because i'm not getting a lot of the electrolytes i need one two i'm not getting a lot of the carbohydrates i need to keep me energy efficient and keep my energy levels up and i think i think that's something i've just been well under for a long time um asher i i guess what i want to ask you is like do you do anything specific for when you work out as far as fueling? Like, is there anything specific you drink or is there anything specific you go for whenever you're, you know, running every day or biking or whatever? Right. Yeah. Um, first thing I want to say is sodium. The reason, the reason we get tired when we're low on sodium is because it's literally brain food. Like our brains synapses use sodium or some byproduct of sodium to transport like it, it helps us think quickly basically is what I'm trying to say. Um, but in terms of hydration, man, I'm not super good about doing it during workouts, but I also have, you know, rarely trained over I don't know an hour and a half in the heat. And it's always what I'm doing post-workout. So I guess I could be better about it during the workout. Um, but one thing I've been doing a lot in this summer is watermelon. So good for you. And then do you know what tahini is? No, what in the world is that, dude? All right. Well, you Texas people, you'll be able to find tahini pretty easily in most supermarkets because it's a Hispanic like salt, uh, like red salt thing. It's like lime, salt, and pepper. And I've been putting that on watermelon, bro. And it has changed my life. Um, so delicious, so hydrating, so salty and good for you. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that. And then, mm. uh, pre-workout because, uh, you know, so there are so many hydration brands out there. I'll usually do like a packet of one of the hydration brands, like liquid IV, you know, it says it has three and a half or four water. It's the equivalent of three and a half to four 
bottles of water in one little thing. Plus it gets you all your sodium. So I'll do like one of those before. Um, and the other thing, bro, and you and I found out about this my senior year and your junior year is all the minerals that are normally in uh, like stream water and mountain water mm-hmm. is taken out, right? Mm-hmm. During hydrolysis or yeah. whatever filtration that they use. That's why and, people don't need to be drinking um, those great value waters at Walmart. Yep. Yep, exactly. Whenever they do re- reverse osmosis, that literally takes all of the stuff that's re- that is naturally in the water because of, you know, runoff and it, you know, takes it out and leaves you just with H2O. And our bodies need our bodies get those extra vitamins and minerals from the water. Um and We've all, that's always been the case until recently, whenever, you know, we switched over from, uh, like getting water out of a well to getting water from our tap or whatever. So I've even, bro, this is cool. So I've even seen on Amazon, there's these, um, and I'm sure you can pretty much find them anywhere, but you can add natural minerals to your tap water. Um, and there's even like filtration systems that do this, but they sell it in like packets, little jars. So if you guys are looking to get back to the roots, um, I, I'd look into that. Wow. That's actually really interesting. Yeah. That's a, brings up an interesting topic because I remember during that time when we discovered this from the interwebs and other stuff, I started drinking, I was drinking alkaline water, which has a very high pH, which made my body cooler. And I know I saw some people in like a trail running group chat kind of bring it up, but literally this alkaline water, it's at such a high pH that it literally makes your body, it makes my body at least, I don't know if it's just me, but it makes my body feel cooler. And like, I feel more hydrated throughout the day. And I've even heard that, you know, drinking some of this water that it doesn't really hydrate you as well. And so the water just instead of going to where it needs to go in the body, it just sits there and you pee it out and it doesn't get to where it needs to get. And yeah, dude, it's really interesting as far as like food and, and, and hydration goes like it, it blows my mind when I see and meet people that don't drink water. Like they literally say, no, I don't drink water. I drink a Coke every day, you know, or I drink this every day. And I'm like, how do you not drink the one thing your body needs? That makes zero sense to me. It's like people have their desires and their short-term desires over what they need. And that's, that's the problem in America as far as like where we're at as a nation to where people are provided so much and given so much to where they don't have to work as hard or not work as much. And therefore they just indulge in their own desires that are not healthy. But you have to be willing to suffer in the short term to re- to see the long term gains, right? That's across the board. Anything you ever do in your life, same with food, and then hydration, dude. Like I can't. I like why? Why would our our system and the way that things are done in our government allow for us to um, drink and eat these things that? are not good for our body. 
this brings up a really interesting point and then I'm going to cut it because we got to wrap it up here. But I was in Atlanta, Georgia, and we got to meet with an alumni and he worked for, I want to say worked for the FDA or something. And I asked him, I said, what do you think about, you know, the FDA approving things that aren't healthy for your body and or that aren't good for your body? Anyone know what he did, what he said? What did he say? Nothing, bro. He acted like he didn't even hear what I said. What? I'm not really? joking. I'm not joking, dude. I think he worked for the FDA. And I asked him, I was like, why are things being approved that aren't good for your body? That are hurt, hurting the body? Like these over, like <clears throat> these ingredients, like high fructose corn syrup, you know, these things like this. Um, <clears throat> and he just didn't say anything. I was like, okay, I don't know what that means, but um, I don't know what that means in the professional world, but okay. Anyways, dude. So yeah, y'all y'all watch out like what y'all are eating and, and I think y'all should really look into what you're drinking. You know, you don't want to have too much sodium. If you have too much sodium, not enough water, that'll cause an issue. If you have too much water, not enough sodium, that'll also cause an issue. So you got to find a good balance with it. Um, I wanted to make a statement that Asher and I are not medical professionals. We don't know what we're we haven't gone to school for this we're not professionals so anything that we said um we're not liable for any repercussions if it is followed i just want to put that out there so but no i mean this is stuff that we've learned and you can research yourself so but that's enough of that thanks for listening guys asher you got anything yeah guys be your own scientists get out there figure out what works for you um you know, nothing wrong with a Powerade or a Gatorade every once in a while, but literally, guys, it's pretty much just sugar water with a little salt in it. So really consider what you're putting into your body. And one more thing, um, I'm still available to coach somebody. So if you want to be coached by me and, man, one of my passions, one of my biggest passions is writing training plans and seeing people find success off of those um so if you want something like that find me at asher at texas outlawrunning.com send me an email and we'll get something going hey uh give a shout out to mark savala he uh he's one of the guys i'm coaching he just finished the habanero 100 the hottest te- the hottest race in really in the u.s that i know of as far as uh, no bad water is hottest race in texas he did 62 miles starting at noon finished at like 4 a.m and he got like eighth place or something and um we've been i've been working with him for the past three months so shout out to him but anyways that's enough of that we'll see y'all next monday on shooting the bull